Hello, and welcome to Great Hang, the greatest hang that's ever hanged. I'm your hang, Tim and coming to you with your other hang, Micah Fox. Hello, Micah. Hey, Timmy. How are you? Just moved into our new apartment edition, a little bit warm edition. I'm doing well. How are you? Are you freaking out because it's hot in here? I mean, it's hot when we record because you make me turn off the AC anyway. I don't like to be cold at all. Well, I like to be freezing cold at all times, and... Uh, this apartment's perfect for you. I see why you got it now. Mm -hmm. It's mildly warm at all times in here. I can't wait for the winter where we probably have no control over the heat. I hope it does heat up. Now that I'm looking around, I'm like, uh, I don't see any way the, for it to heat itself. The little things, the little things on the ground heated up. Those little things that you thought were holes for AC units. Oh, those are heaters. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's exciting stuff. Yesterday How'd we moved. How did the move moved... go, to, go for you, Tim? Oh, we're pretty good. I had uh, the beauty bar gang, Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> and Gary. Gary. We all, they all chipped in and helped me move, which was very nice of them. And I bought them all McDonald's and then you gave them all $50. It was uh, not enough money to move and yet worth what they did for us. My God. They were very helpful. They were very helpful. It was very funny. Gary kept putting things in the way of where we needed to be. Which, really? Yeah. Everything. He seemed like from the outside the most helpful. No, he was lifting a lot of stuff. Yeah. But then he would set it down right in the way of where me and Jet, like if I was carrying something with someone, it was right in the way of where we needed to go. That's funny. I do have to say though, Tim, your leadership skills are, you're not the most communicative and then you get very frustrated when people don't read your mind. Right. That's a good, that's a, that's a thing about me is, uh, I just assume you should know what I want you to do right. and I will yell at you if you don't. But right. I was in, I, and I, but here's the thing. I do know that about myself and I have known that about myself for a while. Mm -hmm. So I was trying yesterday to be, and I know I don't communicate well because I don't have a good grasp of the language. And you think slowly. And I think slowly. So yesterday I was trying to still be in a good mood and then laugh off when I got frustrated. And then I put Sheen in charge. And then that You did? Well, Sheen put himself in charge. Thank God. I stayed I stayed out of the fray. I mean, we got everything in here. That's all that matters. That is the only point of moving. You're right. Is to just get it from point A to point B. Yeah. I thought we would be able to do it all in one in one truck. Turns out we needed to do two loads. A true disaster for the day. But other than that I'm honestly proud of you for doing two loads. It's Tim McLaughlin first. <laughs> But it sucked. Uh, but yeah, but now we're in here. There was a, uh, an ambulance on the street and a fire truck on the street last night. I think that's a good sign. The, our first night in our last place, Tim, a guy someone got shot in the back of the head. No, he got shot in the back. Oh. I don't but he did he die. In the back of the head. No, he died. He and then tonight we were, we didn't have any, oh, that's what we need, Tim, is the curtains. You need to bring the curtains back. Oh, yeah, I got to bring the curtains back. We have and no curtains. Them. I'll bring them back tomorrow. Okay. I'm going to go early tomorrow to the house and get things fixed up so Ooh. that I can go to lunch with my friend Andrew who is in town. Good. What an, what, an, what an exciting time. Oh, yeah. How was the move for you yesterday? Oh, you know, I love to do it. This, is, this makes my 
18th or 19th move since I moved to New York 16 years ago. Yep. And I, I just because I love to move, I just love the thrill of finding out how, which one of my things that are not valuable are going to become less valuable. Yeah. Well, sometimes you live in a slum for uh -huh. a slumlord and you get kicked out of that place halfway through the time you're supposed to be there. That's true. Which adds up multiple moves in 16 years. Listen, you know, if there are rats in the walls, don't come on balls. I don't know. Wow. I, I fell apart there. Wow. Micah. Tim. The atmosphere. Timothy, it's good. The atmosphere in the new house is crushing. <laughs> uh are you bummed? You don't, you don't, I don't feel like you like this place, even though it is easily twice the size of our last place. We need to get it set up so I can have a good hangout spot. We have this hideous couch that I hate, and it is just now facing nothing. Well, it's facing us. It's facing us, but no, here's, here's Tim's only requirement for the house, is that we set the television up and an Listen. air conditioner up, and they both need to be pointed at him. I had the, he needs to be T-boned by a TV and an air conditioner at all times, I had or the, else he can't live. Okay, I had the, I had finish the, your sentence. I had the AC set up before we got here, so that it would be cool for us when we moved in. I know. Which You're, was a good idea, because it was fucking hot as fuck yesterday. I know, but somehow you forgot to have the TV set up before we got here? We were watching it at home, you fool. Oh. But all I did was set the TV up on a thing, because I was so tired I didn't want to do anything else yesterday. Also, we can't find the feet. Yeah, we can't find the feet. I think they're at the old place. But And now half my drawers have to stay on the ground because Tim's using my dresser as a TV stand. Well, you also said you don't know where you want the TVs to go. You said we need to get things... Well, we things... can't put them on the wall till we know where they're going to go. Yeah, okay. So shut up. You act like these are all my fault, and then you're like, and then Tim, and then Tim. But the reason all this stuff happens is because you don't know where you want it to go because you don't know... You haven't figured out the layout of the apartment There's yet. There's too many Which options. leaves a man in limbo... Not having a good hang spot where he can chill. I like you in limbo. I want you to bend over backwards for me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we got moved in. It's been pretty good. The front room is kind of loud, but that's okay. But because uh, also the basement's kind of loud. Yeah, the basement's. I do, but it's dark as fuck, which is nice. The only quiet room is the room I've decided to keep for myself. <laughs> that's okay, though. I'm allowed. I'm loud in general, so I don't really care. Uh, anyway, Micah, anyway. Toey had a bad week. Toe's had a bad week. We didn't talk about it on here. We had to take her to the veterinarian because she had a scrape on her face and Micah thought it could be cancer. No, it wasn't a scrape. They were like multiple deep wounds that formed gigantic scabs and she wouldn't let me get that close. They felt very hard. So I thought they were potentially tumors only because, uh, Karen P in front of the show, her dog, Ernest, had some fast-growing tumors that took him out. And so i was been very paranoid about that because I loved Ernest and I also loved Toe. Yeah, Ernest was a sweetie boy who was sweet. But So we had to take her to the vet, which she does not like. And she threw a big old fucking fit. <laughs> they had to put a no-biting no cone on her head because she kept trying to bite. Also, honestly, that I blame them. So like they, they were like, let's put her in the cage the hard way by taking the cage apart and sticking her in the cage and then reassembling it around her. And I'm like, wow, that is the fucking worst idea i've ever heard but they're like the doctor and the vet tech who are used to this so i'm like i'm not going to argue with them and be like look it's just much easier to just squeeze her through the hole i don't blame either of them i think that and so then at that point after fighting with her holding her into this th cage while they created it around her then they had to add the cone of protection i think cone's toe's kind of a dick to everyone else it's not you 
she's wrong. A, she likes me a little bit, no, but she's she a is sweetheart and no, baby. No, she is a dickhead and and a cutie kitty cat. But she's a dick, and I think that they did all they could, and she was being kind of a dick to them. She, they scraped off her scabs to make they sure they were. They didn't scrape them off. She put, she put alcohol on. She rubbed alcohol on it, and then the blood came off because she wiped them down. She and said cleaned specifically, them. "I removed her scab to see what was under there." Yeah, but with water and stuff, she didn't scrape it with like a knife. You fucking Not what with, the no, hell, right. you drama queen? How many people? Okay, you can take a scab off without a knife. Exhibit A. Yeah, but she didn't, she, okay, she didn't use her fingernail either and peel it off. She, she bit it off. She was like, nom, 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 That's nom. true. The doctor bit it off and ate it in front of us. And she goes, bet you didn't think I'd do that. She's give like, me that, $10. that's how I know it's not cancer. And then she it? goes, give me $10. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to give you $10. She goes, I ate the scab. Give me $10. I said, I go, I don't know what deal you have set up, but we didn't agree to that. It turns out that our doctor was just two toddlers in a lab coat. <laughs> uh okay well that was it oh and then toe had a bad day yesterday hissing at everything in the house she had to make sure it knew it was boss even though they're the same things that we owned at the last house she hissed at me you were around <laughs> i know i was around you were be you were part of this listen she's not happy she had a bad week she well, hasn't been in the cage in years now she had to go in it twice in a week yeah so if you guys can tell, we're a little worn out. We're a little banged up. I have a show tonight. We'll see what happens on that show. Probably going to do bad. I'll do a bunch of new jokes. I know that for real. For real? For real, for real. Well, if it's going anything like that sentence, I think you're going to do great. For real, for real. I'm a bu it'd be bussing. Mm -hmm. No cap. All right. Let's get into it. Our yeah. first segment of the day. It's a hot take, it's summertime, what could be hotter than outside, a take from Micah Fox. I am so excited to do this one. I know, you. you've been talking about, you've been telling me about how I'm going to be pissed at this for a week. I found this a couple days ago, almost a week ago. Where'd you find it? I found it on Twitter, but it is an Am I the Asshole. Okay, this is from Reddit Am I the Asshole on Patreon, on our newest Patreon episode. We went to Patreon or we went to Reddit.com. Our advice, and there is some wild shit on there. So if you want to check out that Patreon episode, you go to Patreon.com/slash Great Hang. That was a good episode, I think. That was a good episode. All right, go ahead. Okay, so I you're gonna hate this from even the title. All right. Am I the asshole for making our guests participate in our puppet-themed wedding? Yes. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. What? What a puppet theme wedding? <laughs> Are you Jim Henson? <laughs> what the fuck? My fiance, twenty six female, and I, twenty seven male, met at college. We were in our school's performing arts program and met in a puppetry class. In the class, we designed our own puppets. Mine, named Hat Boy. Oh, cool! How how inventive. And my fiance's Daisy. In parentheses, she's better with names. We're an, what we That's just a name. Uh -huh. That's literally a name. Honestly, I like Hat Boy better. I mean, Hat Boy is better as a puppet name. Daisy's the name of a cow. Yeah. Was the maybe, maybe, maybe the lady's fat as fuck. Oh, maybe? <laughs> if the lady isn't fat as fuck, then she's skinny and has armpit hair. And there is no other way around it. Yeah. Okay. Um, we... 
they were okay. So our puppets were what we initially used to talk to each other and flirt in class. Whoa. Ew. This is so gross already. This is me. like this is like when uh, like a child's molested and they have to talk to the puppet about what happened instead of an adult. That's like how they're doing it, but for fucking each other. But for their first sexual experience. Yeah. We fell in love, and in a way, we've considered Hatboy and Daisy in love as well. Oh my God, that sucks. <laughs> That's so gross. I know. I hate, you're right, I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. I hate everything about it. I hate these people. If they have friends, they're, uh, this should be a Zoom wedding. So you can just turn it off. Yeah, so you can mute while you fucking talk shit about them. Oh, my God. Years after graduating, we still use Hatboy and Daisy both at home and at our local but fairly prominent theater. Fairly prominent. No, it's not prominent at all. Go ahead. Uh, Where we perform puppet shows with high-end Muppet-style puppets. Not prominent. Not prominent. If that's what you do at your theater, it is not a prominent theater. It is a nothing theater you know and what? you suck. I bet you if you regularly perform with puppets, I bet you the people in the town know about it. Oh, I'm sure they're I'm like... I'm sure it's known. They're like, hey, this fucking gay guy and his beard are doing their puppet thing at the at the uh, not prominent theater. I bet, I bet they both have beards. Um, okay. While planning our wedding, we realized we wanted Hatboy and Daisy to be part of the ceremony. They've been part of us since the beginning, and it just felt right. We also invited our entire troop of puppeteers from the theater and got the idea that we should have our wedding completely officiated by puppets and that our wedding parties would be made up of puppets and our closest puppeteer friends. We figure it'll make for incredible pictures. Okay, now listen. You just take the pictures. You don't need to do the wedding. I mean, do it, even do it, like, listen, if that's a huge part of your life, sure. Do the ceremony with the puppets so that everyone can see what fucking nerds you are. Oh, my God. Imagine their engagement photos. I'm sure, I'm sure in their engagement photos, there's one of him holding his puppet on, and his puppet's on one knee, holding up a ring to the other puppet lady saying yes. Probably. That sucks. Yeah. And they're also wearing flannel, I assume, by a barn. What? All Engagement photos are always like outside at a barn. Holding a pumpkin? Yeah. And fucking it? Covering their fucking large bodies. <laughs> yeah. That's how you hide the fact that they're pregnant. That's probably all just pregnant people. Okay. Here's where we aren't sure if we're the assholes or not. You are. Whatever it is, you are. Wait till you hear this. Okay. We're insisting that all of our guests also participate and use puppets. Yes. No, I'm not going. (laughs) Tim, you would would never be friends with these people. You would never be invited to this wedding. But imagine if this was like your brother or something. So maybe you would. Like imagine if like Jack was really into puppets and now you're his fucking brother and his best man and you've got to fucking do this. Can you imagine? If I had to do it. My puppet would be dressed like Hitler. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'd ruin the whole thing. Cool. Thank you. Although everybody at that wedding would probably love it. <laughs> Jack is a Nazi, I guess. No, that's not true. You don't heard use it here his, first. Don't use his real name. Jack McLaughlin is a Nazi. You can't unhear that. No. <laughs> <laughs> not at his wedding. It is an imaginary wedding where everyone's into puppets. And Tim is the officiator as Hitler, and they all... <laughs> yeah. That's why they only need one arm, so because that's all they need to hile. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Okay, in lieu of gifts, we have asked everyone to purchase high quality, but not nearly the quality of professional puppets. Thank puppets, you, thank you. As a, oh my god, to use during our wedding. Who's getting married, Jeff Dunham? You think Peanut's gonna be there? What about Jalapeno on a stick? Yeah, he's gonna be there for hors d'oeuvres. You think that dead terrorist guy that he does is gonna be there? Ahmed. Ahmed, the dead bomber or whatever. Dead terrorist. Oh. I think I don't know. Who else has he got? Peanut. He's probably got Hitler. Let's look, I'm going to look up Jeff Dunham's puppets. Right. Keep reading. We took the guesswork out of it and directed them to several vendors, some of whom offer really cool options. Not. Everyone could realistically expect to spend $150 to $500, depending on what sort of details and whatnot they wanted. Oh, my are God. You this, are you hearing this? Range? How much? $150 to $500? Yes. Yo, first of all, I don't really buy anything for my friends for their weddings. Secondly, I am not spending one... I've never bought a wedding gift in my life. Okay, I'm at (laughs) jeffdunham.com. Cool. And I'm in the section called Meet the Guys. Yeah. We've got Ahmed. Peanut. Peanut's not the one I thought, but he's the Muppety one that's purple. Possibly racial, this guy. Peanut is looking very... um, What's the word I'm looking for? In a, uh, Sambo-esque? Yes. It, what's it, it, not inappropriate, but uh, whatever. Contra- not controversial, but it's like that. If you're listening at home, scream the word out loud. Walter's the angry old man. Okay. And then we have Jose, the jalapeno on a stick. Mm-hmm. And then we have Bubba. And that's it. I guess we only have five of them. I thought there were more. Should okay. I read all of their bios? No, they all have bios. Tim, can we get through this segment? Sure. You then wanna, I'll read the bios. You want to read all their bios? Yes. Let's just talk about Jeff Dunham. Okay, fine. Read all the bios. We won't have to get finished this at all. No, we get, no, no. Okay, we're Let's 150. Up on it. We're, we're, I no, I don't want to give up. I have work to do, so you read the bios. I don't want to give go. up on it, but I want to I read the bios well, for I these guys. I check my emails. Hold okay. On. When Dunham introduced this boggle eyed skeleton, he set the world on fire. Actually, he set himself on fire, and then he accidentally blew himself up. And within no time, he became the. World's only beloved dead terrorist. I don't know. I like a few of them. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay. All right. Can I continue? Sure. We also want everyone to wear their puppets during the entire wedding and reception. <sighs> they are, and no, reception. not during the reception. How? How? Yo, first of all, no. <laughs> the wedding is one thing, but the reception... <laughs> Oh, is my puppet going to be holding my vodka soda and my other vodka soda? Funny you should ask that because they, the next sentence is, all puppets we're suggesting can be mounted on and controlled with one hand. The puppets are meant to be guests at the wedding in the same way all of our human guests are as well. So that, I guess, would leave a hand free, you know? Yeah, but I need two hands. I double fist at weddings. Well, let's just say there are a lot of people not happy. Yeah. Of course there are. This sucks. That's the suckiest suck wedding I've ever heard of. so bad. Both of our parents, my wife's sister, and my family members on both sides have complained that this is completely unreasonable. Yes. $150 a person is insane. It's insane. They're concerned about how they're going to eat and drink. How are they going to dance? And he says in parentheses, you don't need hands to dance. So I don't know where that complaint came from. First of all, brother, you ain't dancing right. That's right. You're not doing the worm, buddy. Yeah, bitch. You ever doing the worm? You ever doing the worm? 
Well, of course, we don't expect people to have their puppet on their hand while in the bathroom, but everywhere else, we'd really like to insist on it. This is insane. We also made sure that our hors d'oeuvres are all finger foods. There will be plenty of cocktail tables so people can put down their drinks. So, like, in between sips, you just set your drink down, not the puppet. Okay. First of all, my puppet will be feeding my ass. I will be making my puppet pick up the food and dirtying my puppet. That's right. And I will also be opening my puppet's mouth and pouring booze down his throat. Tim's puppet is latex Larry. I'll pull my, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up to him. I'll pour booze down the throat of my puppet. He's going to go down your arm? Like yeah, I don't give a shit because fuck that. I'm already wearing a stupid ass puppet. Wait, listen to this. And then my puppet will start saying slurs to everyone at the fucking Oh, yeah, wedding. your puppet will. Because my puppet is drunk. Um... We even made sure that all of the food for the dinner itself is portioned so that it can be eaten in bite sizes with just a fork without having to use a knife. I think I can think of another reason why they wouldn't want a knife at this wedding. (laughs) (laughs) This really pisses me off. I thought so. With every detail, I'm like, oh, Tim is going to bet. Why? Just get, let, okay, it's enough for the wedding. And it's, you don't, here's the thing. If you, you can't. You're the assholes for making everyone buy their own puppet. What you needed to do is get fucking bullshit ass puppets that look fine from a distance that everyone can hold at one part of the wedding when you walk down the aisle together and they can make the puppets clap and give and they can get a good photo and video of that. That's all you need. All you need. The rest of it is nothing. If that's what you want, if that's what you want, that's what it should be. But also, that fucking sucks too, and you guys should fucking die. Yeah, or only invite your puppeteer friends. What do you add to society? Don't make everyone else be part of your weird kink. Like, this is the one thing where you just, like, question, what do these people add to society? Like, I know what I add to society. It's almost nothing. Damn, you add hatred and racism. No. No, you're a sweet boy, and you sometimes help people with physical labor. Thank you. And also, bigotry, but... I said bigotry! But I don't add any hatred. It's small-mindedness, mostly. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, we, We really think this would make for a special day. We only get to do it once, and that... And think that it will be an event that all of our guests will remember for a lifetime. You got that right, brother? That's right, brother! We have a hard time believing that once there, they wouldn't have a blast. So, Reddit, are we the assholes for making what we think is a silly but harmless and reasonable request for our one special day? Thanks for reading. Well, I hope you guys get divorced, and I hope your puppets cheat on each other with other puppets. Possible Muppet situations. Boy, how many finger puppets brain you? (laughs) It would bum me out if you got raped by Big Bird, but not that much. Now, I need this to never happen. I need to. I, I need wish to, it didn't know it existed. I would need to live in a world where I never knew about this. I know. What were people saying on Twitter about it? That it was cool? Yeah, everyone was like, will you invite me? I want to go to the shitty wedding. Um. The entire, Christy Lama Love says the entire concept of the gift registry has gone from, if you insist on getting us a gift, here are some things we'd like to help 
you choose what to get us to. We demand you pay your admission to our wedding with one of these items of our choosing, and I hate it. That's a great point. Yes. Also, who's the band? Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem? There you go. That'd be cool, actually. (laughs) That would be cool. I'd fucking love that. I mean, he's just doing Dr. John. Hey, what's going on? It's Dr. John. Whoa, Tim. Pretty cool. All right, well, that sucks. How many people could, I mean, I feel bad for the whole family. Can you imagine already knowing that they're like fucking losers wasting their life? And then. (laughs) And they're they're just delusional that the theater is prominent. But just can you imagine like, here's the thing, because it's like you're assuming that the minimum you're going to spend on a wedding gift is $150. That's where I think I really, really draw the line. It's like if you want to wear a puppet at your own wedding, do whatever you want. It's your fucking wedding. Right. But you can't like assume like, how about this? What if, I guess you're not inviting anyone with only one arm. Whoa. Damn. Well, no, we'll just, we'll just, we'll put it on a stick and we'll tape, tape it to their little nub. And then they'll have a puppet and I bet they'd feel pretty good about it. Let's read Peanut's bio here. Peanut is the sidekick of comedian and ventriloquist Jeff Dunham. He's frenzied and fast, naughty, but lovable. Manic and unendingly energetic, self-described as a comic genius. Peanut is sure to make everyone laugh. To children, he's cute and funny. To teenagers, he's cool, hip, and irreverent. What? To adults, he's off the wall and wonderfully goofy. And they respect him. Mainly what? because he has no respect for them. Wait, this is an all-ages puppet? I, I think Jeff Dunham is an all-ages show, yeah. Jesus. This is Jose. With the dead terrorist? Yeah. And Jose Jalapeno on a stick. Jose Jalapeno on the stick came to the United States by stick. Jose knew... What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I don't know. By uh, stick? Jose Jalapeno on a stick came to the United States by stick. <laughs> that actually is very funny. He's on a stick, so I guess he hopped over here. I guess. <laughs> oh, Instead of on foot. Yeah. He came on stick. <laughs> yeah, he came by stick. It's a clunky sentence because it uses stick twice. <laughs> which, which normally... I love com- it. It's like the charmingest way to say that he's like a border crosser. <laughs> yeah. He, well, he floated down the Rio Grande on his stick. And then he washed up on the shores. Jesus. Jose knew... Jose knew that hope lay just beyond the U.S.-Mexico border. So he began to hop north. Jose's a dreamer? All right. That's right. He was hopping for hope. And Jose hopped hopped the border into the U.S. only to find out his parents were born in Los Angeles. Oh, so that way that appeases the anti-immigrant crowd. But gave birth to him while vacationing in Mexico. He was totally legal. That is insane that that's... A, is that really in there? Yes, it's That is so fucking insane. I told you we should read these bios. They're pretty good. <laughs> Can you imagine the all his like fucking obviously right-wing crowd? Right? Yes, of obviously course. Obviously right-wing. They're watching puppets. Potato America fucking watching this being like, are you supporting an illegal immigrant? <laughs> you, are you fucking giving an illegal immigrant our job? American puppets should be getting these fucking jobs. <laughs> Jose is a calming force among the suitcase gang. 
Oh, the, he keeps all his puppets in a suitcase. Oh, so, but they're in a gang? The suitcase Rachel. gang. <laughs> Maybe because he's always tired. Okay. All right. You know they had to take... <laughs> they need siesta. You know they had to take Speedy Gonzalez off of the air because of his... I'm so asleep. Because of Slowpoke Rodriguez, his cousin. Oh, Speedy, I don't know if I can do it. I am so sleepy. Uh, Jose Jalapeno on a stick is a talking jalapeno on a steak. It's a steak. Steak. Yeah, I'm doing one steak tonight. I'm hungry. All right, so we have two more. Uh, let's read Bubba J. He's the retarded look. I mean, Albanian looking one. It says USA on his shirt, though, so that makes sense. Bubba J likes to say that he has two loves, his country, his beer, and NASCAR. Oh, so he's like just Albanian for America. Yeah. Okay. It says okay. <laughs> it says okay, and then they don't capitalize the next sentence. Okay. Oh, no, it says okay, so he can't count. So who's the who's the Albanian here right now, Tim? Is it the one I who can't count it. or the one who can't read? I told you. We covered this on the Patreon. I cannot read ahead. Okay, so he can't count. But Bubba J is very proud of his redneck heritage. He smiles at the thought that he always that he'll always be his mama's precious little accident. Do you know what's occurring to me? That I bet Bubba J does not like peanut. Do you think that Jeff Dunham like fucking hates dumb Americans, and this is all like satire, and he's like using their he's using what he knows they'll love against them? I heard he's a giant asshole. That doesn't discount my theory. Right. I'm I'm counting your theory because I heard he's like a huge dickhead. Like what? At Go Bananas, they used to keep his uh, headshot in the urinal. That's funny. Because he was such a dick to everyone. Yeah, he knows that everyone who watches him is like the dumbest person alive. So he is just the most cynical comic out there. Oh, I'm sure he is. I'm sure he has to be. I love it. Can we get him on the show? We'll try. He's a good old boy who grew up in a trailer park in the famous Tornado Alley of the South. And currently, he's between jobs. If all goes according to plan, he'll stay that way. It sounds like he, Jeff Dunham, really fucking hates rednecks. <laughs> Just based on all these characters. Like, and rednecks love it. They've got to love it. And now we're here. We're at Walter, the curmudgeon. Yeah. The old curmudgeon who says whatever we're afraid to say because he just doesn't care anymore. You're the Walter of our show. <laughs> whether it's whether it's a top-ranking corporate executive, a statesman, or a Hollywood celebrity, Walter has told them all to shut the hell up. Whoa, Walter. And they all keep coming back for more. Wait. I don't think a top-ranking corporate executive is going to one of these shows. I yeah, think maybe they fucking is. do. Like someone oh, who, like, he's probably done a bunch of like corporate gigs. Yeah, he, I bet that he, they fucking love him over at like you know chicken farms or whatever the fuck. <laughs> chicken farms? <laughs> I don't know. Who who are the big wigs over in Big Chicken? At like Purdue Chicken? Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe. All right. Well, that's the those are the guy. That's the that's the suitcase gang. Wow. Pack it up, suitcase. Jose's gang. bio is insane. It, I, 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 <laughs> it is truly insane. Well, what do you insane. expect from someone who came to America by stick? I don't, <laughs> it's a good point. I. It's a journey. How did you they, get to America? Here's what they. How did you get to America? I ask you that. I was crapped out of my mom's pussy. Right. 
Jose. And you're going to make fun of him for coming by yeah. Stig? By Stig? Dude, they should do like a faux documentary about Jose Jalapeno on a stick coming over here. I would watch the. Let me see if it's in the store or in the video section. Oh my God, there's so much. Jose Jalapeno Cinco de Mayo compilation on a stick. It says on a stick? It always says on a stick. That's like his thing. Oh. Oh, he has a Biden. Oh, so Walter now is Biden and Trump. That makes sense. All right. Here we go. I want to see the Trump one. I will watch it later. Okay. We don't have time right now. I want to do it right now. Did you see this? Let's just all turn off everything off and go watch Jeff Dunham clips. I would love to, but we've gotten to the point where it's time for the news with Tim McLaughlin. I see a cat. I'm very excited. Polish Institute classifies cats as alien invasive species. Fuck yes. I knew it. Haven't I been fucking saying this? Yes, you I've have. I've been saying that cats are aliens and potentially all animals are aliens. Warsaw, Poland. This is the first thing to come out. First good thing to come out of Warsaw in a while. I don't know. What about when they got the Jews out of there? <laughs> well, that was that wasn't the way you wanted them to do it. Okay. Well, all right. Read on, my friend. A respected Polish science a respected Polish scientific institute has classified domestic cats as an invasive alien species, citing the damage they've caused to birds and other wildlife. Yeah. Also. Yeah, they said that here too. Also, here's the thing about uh, people in Poland. Can't really trust them. The Polish not really the best with science yeah, and math. Yeah, with science. Aren't is this science their Polish Science Institute the same one that did uh the screen door on their submarine? Yeah. Is it also the same one that uh can't program a VCR? What's the punchline of that? I don't I don't know. Are you but, Polish? But isn't it is how many Polish people yeah, wait. There's supposed to be a fucking punchline, you Albanian nut job. Are this, is this Polish scientists are the same the same ones with only one arm that'll wave to you while they're hanging from a branch in a tree? I guess. That's a Polish joke. Boo. Tim, you blew it. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking... class lovers ever reacted emotionally to this month's decision and put the key scientist behind it on the defensive. You you reacted like it was good. Because I think it's cool to call them alien. But if they're going to be, that means they have to be like penned up or something. Because if they're like an, just an invasive species, then yeah. Here's the problem with Polish people. They got fucked up names. Wolzek Solzar. Solars? How do you say this? Wojek Sol, Solars? Solars. How do you say his first name? Wolzek. You think so? I don't know. I went for it. All right. Biologist at the state-run Polish Academy of Sciences wasn't prepared for the disapproving public response and said it took nine or ten of them to screw in a light bulb. Shut up. <laughs> you are a child. But Be I like that. <laughs> Felis Catus, the scientific name for the common house cat, into a national database run by the... Wait, Felis Catus? Yeah, he responded... That sounds like a Polish way for them to scientifically explain <laughs> that. Like, if that is actually it, I'm shocked. Felis Catus. All right, go. So he entered it into their database. 
The database already has 1,786 other species listed with no objections. Solars told the Associated Press on Tuesday. The uproar over invasive alien species number 1,787, he said, may have resulted from some media reports that created a false impression his institute was calling for feral and other cats to be euthanized. Oh, fuck. They, they're doing it again. Uh-huh. I wonder what kind of camp they're going to send these cats to. That's right. Meowschwitz. Mugenics will not be tolerated. Mm mm. Uh, uh, what was another one? Uh, Krakow, is that one? Birkenau. What's Birkenau, too. That, there we go. I was, I couldn't think of the, listen, I'm not a big World War II guy. I haven't gotten into, I haven't gotten into who was right and who was wrong in the whole thing, but I'm trying to, I, I'm just trying to go off memory. That was pretty good memory. Yeah. That was more than I could name. My hands are so swollen. Solars described the growing scientific consensus that domestic cats have a harmful impact on biodiversity given the number of birds and mammals they hunt and kill. Here's the thing. That is tight, though, that they do that. Yeah, and actually the vet said that Toe's wounds were from probably hunting. But Toe can kill as many rats as she wants here in New York. That's not going to hurt the environment. No, but they. she does mostly get birds. This thing keeps going. So I think we kind of figured it out. I think we got the joke out of it, so let's move along. All right. So that was the news with Tim McLaughlin. <laughs> okay. Uh, where were we? Next segment is reviews for the podcast. Micah's hey. favorite segment of the show. I love to hear about us. All right. Where was it? Here it is. Uh, update. So we have new reviews. We only have one new review, but it's an update of an old review. Oh shit! Is it Becky's Avenger? Come it is crawling not. Back? It is not that little bitch, Becky's Avenger, Becky's who Avenger, gave us one star. If you are out star. there, I hope your limbs fall off and you still have to go to a puppet wedding. Oh my god! If you go to a puppet wedding, Becky's Avenger, I hope you get raped by Big Bird, you dumb bitch. And that goes for you too, Jen's off. Oh, is that the anti-fat shamer? Yeah. I hope a big fat puppet fucking <laughs> beats the shit out of you. All right, here we go. So last week, of course, we had Googled mature fox dominates plus-sized bigot and ended up here very funny. Okay. Now, we have an update. The original post was Micah and Tim. Five stars. Can you please do a recording with Karen and Jared and just obliterate each other with insults? That's from... That's from Mandra with a star mm-hmm. from a while ago. Yeah. Update. I signed up for the Patreon. Yay. At patreon.com slash great hang. Don't take the summer off because your content continues to crack me up. Mandra. Thanks, Mandra. Thanks for signing up for the Patreon, Mandra. I hope you enjoy all the content and I hope anyone else who's listening uh, will sign up and listen to the content too. And we, if you do, we may even have Karen back, not Jared. Not Jared. Jared will not be back because he has not booked me on... He also hasn't been on, but he has not booked me on his uh, show. I hit him up twice. He said, thanks for reaching out twice. And I've been doing comedy for 12 years. And that is a response that will get a man punched in the face where I'm from, which is here. So diggable planets. (laughs) What? Where I'm from. Diggable planets? If you know, you know. I don't know. 
All right. So, Mandra, thank you. That was our one. Uh, that was our one review this week. And now we have t- tips for being a great hang. Oh shit! Okay. Remember last week I said, if you want, you can send in your own tips for being a great hang at yeah. greathangpod at gmail dot com. Uh-huh. Well, guess what? What? We have two. Whoa, fuck yes. We have t- Okay, we're back. Sorry, we had a fuck up with the uh, camera. We thought it was charged enough. It was not. And Micah doesn't know where she packed the charger. So, we're back. We're great hang tips. Such a passive aggressive little brat. Yep, that's right. God, you're such... Because, you know, you one tiny cord is something you're going to remember every after your entire life has been packed up. Okay, here we go. Bring something. Here's these are uh, tips for being a great hang. Yeah, tip number one: don't yell at your girlfriend for not remembering every single fucking thing you put in a bag. Well, I said, "Where's the charger?" Earlier, and you said, "I don't know. Go find it somewhere," because you it was in the stuff that you packed in your office. I would have assumed. I remember everything I packed in the kitchen and in my room and where it all went. I found my pants in two seconds today. Good for you. Found your own personal pants. Anyway, now we're at great hang tips for being a great hang. This one says, bring something that bring something that you for sure love to eat and drink. If no one eats or drinks it, you'll get to you'll get it all to yourself. If someone else likes it, you now have something in common with that person. This is from Day Blah Blah, who called me a fat bigot on the reviews. Uh, that's a great tip, Day Blah Blah. Day Blah Blah. I want to know what you bring, Day Blah Blah. Write us back and let you know what what some of your favorites are. I do that all the time. I always bring the strawberry lemonade Trulies places. That's true. And people drink them, but I I don't really bring up if people drink them. I kind of get pissed when they drink them, but I try to hide them at the bottom of the... Wait, do you get mad? Nah, not really. I always bring... The I... second you put your drinks somewhere where anyone can get them, they're going to get drunk. Oh yeah, for sure. So that was from Day Blah Blah. And of course, you can email us at greathangpod at gmail.com. And this one is from Lucian Juan. This is a long one. I know. He said, sorry, it's, it's sorry, it's so long. Uh, tip for being a great hang. You don't have to apologize to me. My older brother is a raging alcoholic type. We hung out with a lot of... What if it's Jack writing in? <laughs> we hung out with a lot of pretty heavy drinkers and people who could hold their own. Because of this, we would often run out of alcohol before everyone in attendance was nice and sauced. We live in a state where it's last call kind of early, 2 a.m. Being, being used to the last call time, someone would usually have, it, have the wherewithal to make a run right before, but sometimes it would be a really good time and it would slip everyone's mind. There's a lot of question marks where they're supposed to be uh, whatever these are. It would slip everyone's mind and not realize that the hang was running low. Do you want me to read this for you? And we're not gay, so we're not just going to go to our respective houses and call it a night. Yeah, you should read ahead because I can't read ahead. They could have the N-word in it, and I'll just read it. Okay. Um, Here enters my brother. My brother had a knack for always pulling alcohol from his house out of nowhere. Sorry, it's hard for me. Can you make this brighter? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, now we're not t- now we're not talking a garage or basement refrigerator or some sort of bar setup. 
At times, it would almost seem like he was pulling them out of thin air. Turns out, in his private life, he regularly had alcohol on standby, standby because he had a drinking problem and he couldn't be without it even for a night. So when we would come over and the aforementioned problem would occur, he would dip into his just-to-get-by stash. Like We later learned it would come from places no one would even think of looking. Clothes hampers, sock drawers, behind the dryer in the laundry room, under the beds, etc., there were many nights where the hang would come to a screeching halt because he, we had run out of alcohol, and it was with many of those nights that the hang would be brought back to life, courtesy of him finding more booze. That's tight. That okay. So this is kind of a good thing yeah. from your brother. Now, okay, I would. I'm. I. I think I know what the tip is, but let's go ahead. Um, so my tip: keep alcohol in places as if you were a raging alcoholic, as if your life depended on it. If there was an endless supply of alcohol, your par- party would never halt because you're still going to treat the party as you normally would. Buying alcohol for it and friends and friends bringing some. The ones in your house act as the fail-safe. And if that problem should occur, you become the hero for saving the party. And if you live in a state where there's no last call, you could still use this and at least get to have a store have to go to the store if you're too and you don't have to go to the store if you're too drunk. P.S. If you're already a raging alcoholic, then well, you're well ahead of the curve, brother. Well, that's good. That's a pretty good tip. But here's another tip. If you're having the... That's if you don't care how long people stay at your house. If you're having people stay at your house, you can you can also say that you've just run out. Yeah. And then they have to leave. That's If oh, you want them to go. That's or it's if you don't want to have a great yeah, hang. Yeah, you this don't want to have... This is an anti-great hang tip from Tim. No, no. If it's like five in the morning... You and you're like, a fucking gay, I guess, says I, this guy. I guess so. All right, you, know well, those are... a, you know where else is a good tip, place what? to hide it? You know, uh, my mom liked to use the vacuum cleaner bag. Hey. You know why that's so good? Is not only is it a great place no one will look, but then it also makes it look like you've been vacuuming. <laughs> that is a good, that is actually a good tip. So check that out. Check out those tips. Wait, check out those tips. What the hell? Send us in your own tips if you want to greathangpod at gmail.com. We'll read them on the podcast. Micah, we got to be done. It's time for sign-offs. Signing off? Mm Mm-hmm. It is me, your puppet wedding denier. Whoa. Your um, Jose on a stick fetishizer. Steak. Your perfect packer who remembers where everything is except for the things... Tim wants to find. Uh-huh. It's me, your one and only Micah Fox. And signing off, it is I, the man of the millennia, okay. the coolest dude to ever live, your Patreon dad, your free feed best friend, Timothy Grady McLaughlin II. Goodbye. Bye.